got a real good feeling. You're listening to the Coffee and Crypto Podcast with Crypto Jeb, bringing you the best and most updated news about cryptocurrency. Tune in every morning at 9.30 a.m. Eastern to watch this podcast live on our YouTube channel. Hey guys, what's going on? Jeb here. And in today's video, welcome back to the week. We are going to be starting off by talking about Ethereum. As you guys know, over the last 48 hours, there has been a slight resurgence in the price on Bitcoin, Ethereum, and the cryptocurrency market as a whole. In this stream, we're first going to be going over all of the bullish reasons why we think that Ethereum is going to be moving to the upside. Then in our second segment, we're going to be looking at the bearish because we like to give you guys a holistic 180% 100% fully uh, resolution picture of the cryptocurrency market so you guys can understand everything that's going on from every single angle. And then we're going to be moving into our conclusions. I'm going to be telling you why I think Ethereum is going to be going to 3800 bucks by Halloween. And we're also going to be hearing from Tim's prediction. Speaking of Tim, how are you doing, Tim? How was your weekend, buddy? I'm doing great. I mean, wasn't a pretty week for Virginia Tech, but at least we won the game. You know, if you're a Clemson fan, West Virginia fan, uh, it wasn't a great week for you guys. Well, yeah, I mean, at least, you, take no, you know what? I will say, I will say, it wasn't even that bad of a week, considering the fact that the ranked number four team we were playing, we actually, like, was within a field goal of winning, so. Um, Good for you. Yeah, I was going to say. An L's an L and a W. Yeah, I was going to say, that uh, that center, though, he's he's got a really, he's going to have a tough week this week, just thinking about how horrible he did. Speaking so. of Smay, we're also joined, as always, by my producer, Smay. How you doing, Hello, Smay? Hello, everybody. I'm here, and I have something I need to say to yes, you Yes, you do. I need to shout out our beautiful, wonderful members, because I love my me the members. Um, thank you guys so much. If you don't know what the membership program it is, it is a way for you guys to be able to support and uh, become closer to the channel, and I think it's a great opportunity. But without, in, without uh, further ado, uh, I want to shout out Screwhead. Our newest grandmaster, thank you so much thank for you joining. Thank you very much. Uh, Crypto Knight with a K, thank you, thank you for joining. And Felix Danny Esteva, thank you so much. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much to our members. You guys can check out the membership program down below. By the way, if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe. This is the fastest growing analysis channel on cryptocurrency here on YouTube. And the reason that you should is because we're trying to bring you holistic, integral, and humility-backed content every single day. I want to make sure you can become financially free so that you can provide for yourself and your friends and your family and your community and your church. And that's why we are here is for you. So hit that subscribe button and make sure to follow us all on social media. With that said, I have an interesting story that we're going to start with here that's a little bit off topic. But this will get the uh, this will get the gears turning. This will get the wheels spinning, if you will. A hamster has been trading cryptocurrencies in a cage rigged to automatically buy and sell tokens since June, and is currently outperforming the S&P 500 <coughs> and Warren Buffett. The Gox Box, the trading office. A hamster comes in here to work every single day. He suits and ties up, and then he comes in here, and he's got two different things. He's got a decision tunnel for buying. He's got a decision tunnel for selling, and then he's also got his intention wheel. So this intention wheel is how he selects what stock he's going to be trading. He's also got a camera, a couple of cameras here to make sure that he is working diligently. And this hamster has been trading since June and it has been up over uh, nearly 24% according to Mr. Gox's Twitter feed. So this hamster has been outperforming the S&P 500 and outperforming some of the people that have been investing in the dog coins over the last three months. Tim, what do you think the biggest takeaway is from the hamster trading? It's really not that hard to out-trade Warren Buffett these days. Oof. I, I actually was reading something a couple months ago that he has not actually traded that well in the last 11 years. Well, uh, he has like 200, so. It's, yeah, the market's changed. 
changing. You can't so blame him. Warren had a good run there, but uh, when you're, you know, it's time to retire when you're being outdone by a hamster. That's true. So. He keeps trying to invest in the railroad, and, that, and he doesn't realize that that's not really a big investment anymore. Yeah. Well, Warren Buffett, we're sorry, man. You did very well, but maybe maybe your time is come. I'm joking, of course. The dude's worth like ninety billion dollars, and he got there from stock investment. But nevertheless, it's really funny. I think the biggest thing we can take away from this, guys, is that sometimes when you're sucking and you can't trade cryptocurrency for a profit, the best thing that you can do is to get your gerbil on the phone and have him do it for you because he might be able to outperform you. That's how you know that you need to invest in some cryptocurrency technical analysis education. You can find a link to do that down below. But let's go ahead and talk about Ethereum here. As always, we like to start with the positive because this is a positive channel. We're going to start with the bullishness over on ETH. One of the very first things that I want to show you on Ethereum shows up here on the four hourly chart. There is currently a descending triangle pattern showing up down here, excuse me, an ascending triangle, a descending trading channel, I'm sorry, showing up right here on Ethereum, and it actually ends up forming some kind of wedge. We can see that there's two different formations here. We talked about this last week. There's a downtrending level of resistance right here. There's a downtrending level of support right here on Ethereum. And then there's also another downtrending level of resistance from the rally that we saw over the last couple of days. So we have seen this rally over the last two days or so push us from about $2,750 all the way up to a local high around 10 o'clock last night. 15% Ethereum rallied in 19 hours. In doing so, it solidified a triple bottom right here with a bottom on September the 21st, September the 24th, and then just yesterday around three o'clock in the morning, September the 26th. We're currently experiencing this triple bottom right here. But there's some more macro things at play because like I said, there's a descending trading channel going on with this downtrending level of resistance, this downtrending level of support, and then this downtrending level of resistance. What does all this mean? Well, the, down, the, the descending trading channel here or the descending wedge right here is one of the most important indicators that we look at when we're doing chart analysis. The fact of the matter is, descending trading channels, excuse me, descending wedges typically break to the upside. If you guys know anything about the statistical and historical analysis of cryptocurrency markets, you will know that wedges typically break in the opposite direction that they're pointing. So for example, this wedge is pointing to the downside. That means it is statistically likely that it is going to break to the upside. If it were to do that, then we'd be looking at this downtrending level of resistance right here, and then we'd be looking for a break up somewhere around $3,300. So let's keep that in our back pocket. Another thing to look at down here on the one hourly chart is the fact that there is some bullish RSI divergence that's still playing out. We saw that there was a downtrend. That's Fibonacci, not a trend line. We saw that there was a downtrending level of support right here on the RSI down here on the Ethereum one hourly chart. And there's an uptrending level of support right here on the Ethereum one hourly chart as well. We're going to come back to this one hourly chart when we get into the bearish technicals. But for right now, I want to show you the fact that this bullish RSI divergence seems to be helping us to move to the upside. On top of that, another thing down here to look at on the one hourly chart is the fact that Ethereum rallied up to the same high right here around 3,170. It's a double top at the moment, but notice we have gone into a short term trading channel moving to the downside down here on the hourly chart. And this looks like a bull flag to me. Take a look at the fact that we moved to the upside like this. And if we extrapolate that, then we should be expecting, according to this bull flag that we're looking at right down here on the one hourly chart, a $3,500 Ethereum in literally the next 24 hours. I don't think that's going to happen. I think that we're going to break to the upside here and we're going to rally to this downtrending level of resistance and we're going to move up to about $3,300 in the next 48 to 72 hours. But we'll come back to that when we get into our conclusions. 
Another thing to look at here shows up on the MACD. If we look at the MACD right here, the MACD is bearish on the one hourly chart. But if that if that uh, descending trading channel continues to uh, move to the downside and eventually breaks to the upside in the way that we would expect it to follow through and do, then we would see a reversal here on the Ethereum MACD. So take a look at that. We can also look out here on the four hourly chart, and it is unfortunately converging bearish on itself. But looking out on the daily chart, we can see that the daily chart MACD is starting to converge bullish on itself. So we've got a really interesting dichotomy going on right now, guys. There's a lot of mixed signals coming from the lower time frames, but the longer term time frame looks pretty bullish. Tim, I want to ask you some questions here. What are you seeing on the daily chart Ethereum that gives you, uh, well, what are you seeing on the daily chart? Are you getting good vibes from the daily chart or bad vibes? Well, no, I, I'm getting a lot of good vibes. And, and the truth is it's from the whole market altogether. I was doing, this morning I did some Bitcoin TA before I knew we were Go the direction of Ethereum, so I went down into Ethereum, and overall, we're seeing almost the exact same things panning out. First of all, we are in that descending trading channel, but we're on a bullish kind of movement in that descending uh, trading channel. We we have bullish R side divergence that's still sitting there, which the longer we get away from not acting out, to me, communicates even the more explosive nature of what's going to happen when it does finally play out. The red histograms are starting to shrink on the MACD, meaning we're kind of seeing a change happening there. And, you know, there's a key level that I think the bulls are starting to wake up. There's a key level, according to VBVR, of 32,040. I think that, you know, if we can get to that level, there's going to be a lot of strength for the bulls. That's where they can kind of take a rest. But I think we're going to hit that here in a couple days, not by the end of September. I think yeah. we're moving kind of sideways. And you kind of see that sentiment happening on the four hourly chart and the hourly chart, but we're going to get to that level. We're going to be able to hold it. And then we're gonna be able to explode with all of those bullish indicators. I love this. I love that the daily chart is bullish and that the others are bearish because what that means is it's, it's like a setup. We are literally creating a spring right now for a massive takeoff here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, no, and I completely agree with you. I'm really getting a feeling that October is going to be a very bullish month and we're going to be explaining why here in a little bit, but I really want to remind you, I know I said this a second ago, but I want to bring it up again. Take a look at this descending trading channel right here on the one hourly chart. I think this is something you're going to want to be watching today if you are a trader, because if that starts breaking to the upside, it's going to give you a lot of great signals. Really quickly, let's go ahead and take a look here at Lux Algo on the three different time frames. Right now, down here on the one hourly chart, Lux Algo almost perfectly called this entire rally and then also told you to go ahead and stop out your trade, take your profit right here. Looks like it was a pretty great take profit down here on the one hourly chart. Taking a look at the four hourly chart. We are going to see Lux Algo loading. We're going to see that we are currently under a strong buy signal, and Lux Algo is giving us that strong buy signal at the moment. So this strong buy signal is something that I think we ought to listen to. Generally speaking, when Lux Algo says something, you should listen to it. It's very rare that this indicator gives you a bad signal. It does happen sometimes, but it seems to be pretty accurate based on the analysis that we've done. We are under a strong buy signal on the four-hourly chart right now. Out on the daily chart, if I remember correctly, we're still bearish, but this could reverse at any point. I think if we start moving up above 36, 37, 38, then we'd be looking for a buy signal there. But of course, that is a little bit of a ways out. I want to jump on over to one of the people that helps us put this show together, Kelly Kellum's Twitter. And I want to talk about some fundamentals and some on-chains. Kelly retweeted something that Lark Davis tweeted having to do with the amount of Bitcoin flowing in to the cryptocurrency markets. And the reason we're looking at Bitcoin a little bit here while we're talking about Ethereum is because Bitcoin and the words of Kelly that he told us this morning is one of the best indicators for what Ethereum is going to do. He's referencing this article right over here. Uh, you can find this. It is on uh, CoinKu News. On-chain indicators are becoming bullish for Bitcoin and Ethereum. And if you scroll down here, there is a little subheader that says this. 
It says, I have it in my planning document. Let me find this. It says, the amount of Ethereum held on exchanges continues to decline exponentially. In, it, in the last month alone, over 1.35 million Ethereum were withdrawn from trading platforms, a decrease of 6.63%. You can see it being said right down here. And then we're also seeing the same thing happen with people withdrawing their, their Bitcoin uh, from the Bitcoin wallet. So we're seeing that a lot of people are moving their cryptocurrency off of exchanges while whales are buying cryptocurrency. So Tim, what does it mean when we see a lot of people what 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 do you think about the on-chain landscape right now? I think again, this is a concept of we're actually we're seeing all the worlds kind of converge. For anyone who's like, oh, I I only use technical analysis, or I only use fundamental analysis, or I only use on-chain, or I only use a sentiment. We are watching all of them converge into telling the exact same story, and that is that there is a little bit of a, a down price, but with this this. Moving off the exchanges, for those of you who have been watching the show for a while, what do we think of when things are taken off of exchanges? It is massively bullish in the long picture. So whether that metric affects Ethereum's price today, tomorrow, or maybe even the rest of this month, which we only have three more days, I don't know. But when we talk about the outlook overall and the future, and you combine that with what we're seeing on the technicals and the daily, you combine that with the news we're seeing breaking out, even some of it, I don't really love the news, but it's still good news for Ethereum. These are all indications of a bullish long-term future over the next couple of months. Yeah, absolutely. And really quickly, I want to talk a little bit about the institutions, because that's kind of one of the points that we're going to be getting at in this stream. The on-chains look to be very bullish on Bitcoin and Ethereum. Ethereum looks to be set up for a big bullish movement to the upside by the fact that it's in that DC sending wedge on the daily chart. It also looks like there might be a bit of a rally coming in the next few out in the next few days from that uh, uh, from that bull flag that we looked at down on the one hourly chart. So one of the things that I really want to get at here, and I'm going to go ahead and ask you this now, Tim, instead of a little bit later, like I had planned on it. Let me go ahead and scroll down here. What do you think the what? Why do you think the price is struggling so much right now, even though the fundamentals seem to be so bullish, even though the whales seem to be so invested in Bitcoin and a cryptocurrency? Why is the price struggling right now? And what do we know about it that might be bullish? Well, there's not enough exciting news right now because we've played all the all the exciting news. When Ethereum had their the final launch, where they they actually are now where they were working to be deflationary. I mean, we had some burning of coins. That news has played out. It's not exciting anymore. It is what it is. With Cardano, we had the addition of smart contracts. That news has played out. Even though we just had a conference yesterday, the news has played out. There's nothing super super special. So what we're seeing again, we talked about this on Friday. What is your worldview of the crypto market right now? What are you seeing happen and what we're looking at is institutional manipulation to accumulate more. So this is still part of that language. This is the let's continue to waste the supply, get that supply down to zero so that we have our floor and they the institutions can take the most profit possible. And it's starting with Bitcoin, but we're seeing it play out on the other ones as well. This is still part of the sentiment of we are not in a bear market. If we were in a bear market, the price would be going down right now. It's pretty much staying still, just bouncing up and down at the certain level. That is the that is the clear sign of accumulation from whales that they're ready to get that price to go back up. Again, give it a couple of days, and that's exactly what we're gonna see happen. Yeah, no, absolutely, guys. I think what we're seeing right now is that there is a lot of bullish sentiment in the market that is not being realized. What do I mean by that? Well, the fact of the matter is, Ethereum and Bitcoin are primed and ready for a big movement to the upside. The question is not, is there the ability for us to move up? The question is, have we had that catalyst just yet? And we haven't seen it. We haven't seen a massive breakout on Ethereum. We haven't seen a massive breakout on Bitcoin. We had this uh, Cardano news that happened over the weekend. We're not even going to go into a lot of detail on that in this show because it didn't
doesn't move the price, and that's why you guys are interested in the price. There's a lot of bullishness going on in right now, and here's the point I want to make with this, and then after I say this, we're going to read some super chats. By the way, if you haven't already, smash that like button. We've got a bunch of people watching. I know we can get to 750 likes here in the next couple of minutes. Helps out the channel when you do that. Right now, the biggest thing that I am seeing in the cryptocurrency markets across every single market, not just Ethereum, is that the price is a lot lower than it should be based on the amount of fundamental development, based on the amount of exchanges getting in, the, excuse me, institutions getting into the cryptocurrency market, based on the amount of cryptocurrency moving off exchange into privately held wallets. The price is lower right now than it should be. And in fact, I have a model that I want to show you. Let's take a look at the stock to flow model for Bitcoin. But again, remember this plays heavily into Ethereum because what Bitcoin tells us helps us to understand what Ethereum is doing because Ethereum Ethereum very much and very closely follows Bitcoin. Take a look at this right here. This is what's known as the stock to flow model. It was set up by Plan B. That is the pseudonymous creator of this model. It is based off of something called the stock to flow ratio, which is the ratio between the amount of a cryptocurrency in existence, like Bitcoin, and the amount of a cryptocurrency that is being created every single year. The stock to flow ratio, not the model, the stock to flow ratio is useful for valuing gold, for valuing silver, for valuing uh, other assets and commodities like grain and, and silver. The stock-to-flow ratio is incredibly important. The stock-to-flow model gives us a prediction of where Bitcoin should be. It says right now that Bitcoin should be trading between eighty dollars and $100,000. Right now, the stock-to-flow model, as you can see down here, shows us that we're trading at $43,000. So look at this line right down here. This shows what Bitcoin is doing in relevance to where the stock-to-flow model predicts that we should be. You can see there have been a few times in history, such as June of 2017, such as February of 2019, such as September of 2015. These were times in history where Bitcoin was much lower than what the stock to flow model was predicting. What happened? September 20th, 2015, we were trading below what the stock to flow model was predicting. We were trading at $240. Stock to flow predicted $500. We went into a big rally. In fact, we went into the entire bull market. Taking a look here at August of 2017, we were sitting quite far below what stock to flow was predicting. We were sitting at $3,000. It was predicting $5,000. We went into a rally, so forth and so on. Right now, we're sitting at half the value that stock to flow says we should be. This means that Bitcoin is undervalued right now. This means that Bitcoin is more than likely going to go into a big run over the the next three months. And if Bitcoin does that, then you know what follows? Ethereum. That's what follows. So Ethereum right now is primed and ready for a big break to the upside. And we're going to give you all of our reasons why in this show. With that said, Tim, let's go ahead and read some super chats and some comments. I know we got a couple that we want to go ahead and dive into. Make sure to smash that like button if you haven't already. Yeah, we got a, we got a question here uh, from Zach Altman saying, good morning, Jeb. I'm buying CT2A today. Do you teach how to leverage trade in the course? Uh, what's your answer? Yes or no? We don't right now. And the reason is, is because CT2A, while we do have a lot of very advanced concepts in the academy, CT2A is specifically targeted to people that are a little bit newer to cryptocurrency, people that are in like the beginner to the intermediate stages. Like I said, we do have a lot of expert analysis that is done in the last segment of the course, but we're generally speaking targeting it towards the people that are a little bit newer. So we don't talk a whole lot about leverage trading just because a lot of people get wrecked by leverage trading because they try and do it too early. Leverage trading is a pretty it is something that we'll talk about in the future when we start segmenting things, but right now not really. 
Yeah. We have another one from uh, Four by Grace. So, you know, he he likes to post verses of the day. This is uh, this is a great verse, kind of encouraging to where we are right now. He said, uh, it's Ecclesiastes 7, 8. Better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof, and be patient in the spirit is better than proud in the spirit. There we go. Absolutely. Yeah. Amen to that. Got to see a couple others. Yeah, I got a Shannon working here, but he's getting a little bit behind. Got to got to increase the Come speed on, there, Shannon. Shannon. Uh, I'm going to read a couple of the other super chats. Let's let me get to them. We, we, Kelly Kellum, guys, those of you guys can scroll back up there. He posted a link about the information about the Ethereum burn. So mm -hmm. if you want to know more, go check, click that link. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I'm going to find a good one. Here's a, here's a great one from Corey. He said, good morning, gents. Hope the weekend treated you well. What are some of the next altcoins you plan on covering? This is a conversation we've actually been having. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So if you guys don't know, and by the way, we're in our intermission right now. We're about to start our second segment. We're going to be talking about the bearish technicals on Ethereum coming up here in about five minutes. So stay tuned for that. But really quickly, I do want to answer that. We're actually going to be talking about Avalanche this afternoon in our new show called Altcoins Anonymous. So make sure to stay tuned for that. We're going to be talking about Avalanche. And I'm also looking at a couple of other projects. We're looking at Cosmos. We're looking looking at what are some other ones we're looking at Tam where are you gonna get link we're gonna look at link that's one I'm missing yeah, yeah link is in a very interesting pattern on its long-term technicals that we're gonna be breaking into so that's definitely something that we want to look at there uh, yeah so make sure to stay tuned with Lux out Lux algo make sure to stay tuned with Lux algo sure but make sure to stay tuned with all coins anonymous we'll be covering that over there boom cool beans I think that's, that's what we got for now that's what we got for now cool beans well here's the deal we need to give that like button a little bit of love. It's at 427, and I think we can pump it a little bit higher. Smay, you've been quiet all stream. Let me ask you this. Where do you think Ethereum is going in the next 30 days? Because I'm going to be giving my Ethereum price prediction in this video, but I actually want to hear yours because we were talking before we started, and it sounds like you disagree a little bit with us. What are, what are you thinking? Um, I just don't think that it's going to go. I mean, I actually don't disagree with you. I, I think it's good. I just disagreed with Tim, but they don't know Tim's take, yeah, yet, so, take yet. So this is kind of a awkward moment. It's so. true. But uh, w what I was specifically asking about is your feeling about the whole turtle market thing we've been talking about. If you guys don't know, hashtag turtle market. I completely agree with Smay's take. We are in a hashtag.